0: Welcome to the Twins Tale Podcast. I am Natalie Diaz, your host. I'm also the founder of Twiniversity and the author of What to Do When You're Having To. You know what, guys? In the past 10 years of being a twin parenting professional, I have met such extraordinary families. And the one thing that I have learned is that we could learn something from every single one of them. And that's what this podcast is about. We're gonna meet families from all over the country in different stages of their twin parenting journey, and we're gonna get an insider's look on what time their kids are going to bed, how do they deal with sibling rivalry, what is their biggest success to date. I can't wait for you to meet these amazing families. Guys, welcome to Twinstown. If you think this podcast isn't the worst, we got great news for you. There's actually a lot more to Twiniversity than what you're listening to right now. We have classes for expectant twin families. We have classes for breastfeeding twin families. We have a peer to peer mentorship program. We have the book, What to Do When You're Having To. We have a thriving social network Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, wherever you want to hang out. We will meet you there. So to get kind of a fuller picture of all that Twiniversity has to offer you, head on over to Twiniversity.com and check out the latest information that we think you need to know today. Hey gang, welcome to another episode of Twins Tale. Today, we are going to speak to Roman. He's a new daddy to 10-month-old boy-girl twins. He is currently living in the wonderful area of Washington, D.C. and works as an IT professional. He is fearlessly, empathetically, and compassionately navigating twin daddyhood. He's also the husband to a phenomenal twin mommy who he loves so much and asked to write this bio for him so he could finally take a shower. How sweet is that? So yeah, you got to meet Roman. It's it's going to be interesting. We're going to we're going to get a little deep here. We're going to go through of course the the day in the life of his 10-month old twenties, but we're going to take a deep uh, a deep dive on a big L that he took as he said with uh with something that happened with his wife. So, yeah, we could we could learn a lot from this podcast. So, without further ado, here's my friend Roman. Good morning, Roman. Good morning. Oh Roman. Roman, you have some twinnies here through the grapevine. Is this true?
1: True. Yep. <laughs> that is uh very true. I reminded every day at 7 a.m. Mm.
0: Not bad at 7 a.m. That's pretty good. You're living the dream right now for somebody that's got four week old twins. They like to know that you know they'll eventually sleep till seven a.m. Oh, good times. Oh, I know,
1: I know, but that, that I'm sure there's other parents out there that are that they don't sleep through the night. So <laughs> I don't want to be on their hate mail. But. No,
0: you won't be. You are providing inspiration to those and hope to to what happens in the future. So 10-month-old 20s, boy girls, were they early? Were they on time? What's kind of their early history?
1: Um, yeah, they were uh, pretty much on time. They were at 37 weeks. So I think the threshold to be considered premium is like one week before that. So like we just you know, snuck into being a full-term, considered full-term. And we delivered C-section Okay, as we had um, baby A was breech, would never move no matter how much my wife (laughs) inverted herself uh, and tried all those tricks. Um, Baby A was very content being upside down. So C-section it is.
0: Who was first um, the boy or girl,
1: your daughter, or uh, son? the girl,
0: the girl, dump, dump, dump. That's it. It's forever. That's her personality. Now she's going to not move. Are you finding that that whole that she didn't want to move? Do you find that her personality is still a little bit like that? Like, do you, would you say she's stubborn?
1: Mm. She's definitely, maybe this is true for all girls. Like, babies but she's definitely like more like hitting milestones earlier and um stubborn I think I would actually give that to the boy because now 10 months they're a little bit more in the the realm of like oh I see I see the other one has a toy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I used to be I used to play with that I used to like it and then (laughs) the boy will just go up and he's like got this death grip he'll just go "Ah," and just like yank something out of her hand so um and then he doesn't want to give it up um, so we're just starting to, and I think that it's too early to talk to them about sharing and stuff. But um, yeah, I, th- I think that, and then, oh, he's, I think, I, I, yeah, I still think that he's probably the more stubborn one. I actually hadn't thought about it too much. But because um, if I take something away from him that mm-hmm. he has, I better have something to replace, uh-huh. like, a, like an exchange, because um, he'll cry a lot.
0: Aw, poor it's- baby boo. Listen, it's, this is 10 months is when misery kind of starts and they notice each other and they're doing more stuff together, but hold on. How big were they when they were born at 37 weeks? Were they chunky little monkeys or still on the smaller side?
1: Um, uh, see baby B the boy was a little smaller. He definitely looked like we thought he looked like kind of a shriveled old man. (laughs) when he came out like a Benjamin button style, Yes. um, I think baby A, Adela, she was mostly normal size. Um, I believe she was six pounds five ounces, and uh, baby B. um, Let's give them names: Adela and Bowden.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: uh, (laughs) Less, um, less scientific sounding. So Uh, Bowden was
0: about. Was he over six
1: pounds too? He was. He was about five. I think he was like five and a half. Five, ten. I think it was oh,
0: five. So, so he looked much smaller than her because it's yes. like there's a pound difference. Isn't that amazing? Like you think, like, oh, five pounds, six pounds, like what's the big difference? But when you see them next to each other, it's like they're one baby Godzilla and then a Smurf baby. That's what that's what a lot I, of happens. It's just when you see them next to each other, not that they're it's really a Smurf baby. But uh, but yeah, so now when you guys came home, did you have a lot of help in the beginning? or was it well this was like just the pandemic was just starting right when you guys yeah. came home
1: yeah well yeah i was like four months into it that we we uh, um uh they were born on in july so i guess it's like you know i consider about march to be the start of this crazy mm-hmm. pandemic uh so um about four months into it we we're definitely very nervous if i could but um we did have help we had we shifted in mothers so okay. grandma's came in first my wife's mother uh, my mother-in-law and and then my my mom came about 2 weeks after um so we did so i think we were lucky to have the help um i think afterwards knowing how crazy contagious this virus is we mm-hmm. might have <laughs> done a little more precautions of like not having uh, like maybe doing a two week quarantine period. Yeah. Cause I've heard stories about people coming mm-hmm. from the hospital with it and then giving it to their mother, which is crazy, but that didn't happen even though we didn't Thank take God. those precautions. So we were lucky, you know? but, um, but it was really great to have the help. My gosh.
0: Yeah. It's, it really it's, it's, you know, it's good if you could get it. That's the way that we're, we're trying to position this now, fast forward 10 months into this whole wild adventure of parenting. You've been through a lot of uh, sleep schedules, you know, feeding schedules, feeding changes, you know, poop, the extravaganzas. When you are looking back, what is, you know, some of the things that you would tell somebody who is, you know, just found out that they're having twins or maybe they're twins or three months old? What are some of the, the kind of parenting hacks that you've picked up along the way that you still use today or would tell a friend about?
1: parenting hacks um
0: hmm like is there like a diaper thing or how did you make your bottles or you're like oh we always make them in the morning or you know when you're when you're looking at kind of how to make your life easier what are some of the things that you pull from there
1: um so i'm kind of a tech savvy person and i really in the beginning like say the first four five months when they're when napping is a lot more frequent and Mm -hmm. like like small bottles but all bottles all the time are more frequent I really liked using an app to like track them Mm -hmm. because you know like I'm sure most twin parents will know too like schedule is king and if I kind of just gave me comfort and it helped me like notice trends um, it was tedious to like put everything into a, a, a phone application. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess um, I wish I was getting a royalty, but I'll plug baby Daybook okay as the one I preferred. I tried out a couple. It was nice for twins. Some of the, some of the, there's like several different apps, like yeah. choose your. Choose poison, your own. Right? Yes.
0: It's literally, there's so, so many, but it's tough. How did that work with having twins? Did you find that that particular app was very twin friendly?
1: Yes, as I tried a trial on a couple, I think oh, I forgot the other names. and I was like Connect Baby or something, yeah, Baby or there's another Baby Connect, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was the best for twins because like it was just easy to toggle between the two, which yeah. the others I think weren't really like didn't have like a good interface for. Um, I still use it actually. I don't use it as often because in the beginning we were using it to like say track like how much. They drank throughout the day and then you could like, you know, see a little trend graph and like, that was just kind of like nice to notice and and convenient uh, uh, and easy to track because you could also like either my wife would have it on her phone and Mm -hmm. I would have it on the phone and it was synced and it was just like, um, convenient, um, it is. It was like a little annoying to like have to pull out your phone all the time and then yeah. be like boop, 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 Hold on, I just put in five more ounces. But but it was nice at the end of the week to be like, wow, like you know, um, Bowden's drinking like a lot more. And so even though like Bowden started out smaller, we like he quickly is now you know he's larger. And so we were able to see that pretty early on. Like you know he's he's drinking a lot more milk. Yeah. Um, and their naps tend to be like on this rhythm, let's try to shift it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's like kind of like a hack as a bit like, you know, something that's like didn't tech require too much effort, but like ended up being rewarding.
0: Yeah. Now at like, let's go through kind of a day in the life of your, your 10 month old twenties. You've learned so many things along the way. And now you're here at 10 months what does a typical day look like from the moment that you guys all open your eyes to the minute that you as a parent like what time do you go to sleep so start kind of telling us about your day from the morning and then we'll we'll run through the day Yay. okay
1: typical day starts at um excuse me start at 6:45 i like to, the 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 baby wake up time 7 so mm-hmm. everything revolves around that so my wife and I get up at six forty-five. Um, my wife does the morning wake-up, so she um, we already have our we'll already have the bottles prepped from the night before, and she'll um, wake them up, sing them a song. I'll be getting ready for work. My work's very flexible, so I'm able to work from home during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of just like trying to, you know, brush my teeth and get ready while that's happening. And typically around seven thirty, I'll visit the babies and I'll like, um, get a little bit of time with them in the morning before starting, uh, work and being locked to my computer for a couple hours. Um, but oh, actually, so I'll start work around eight, mm-hmm. but, uh, mommy will need like a, a bio break around nine <laughs> after the coffee sets in, you know? Okay. And so I'll get a call around somewhere around then. Um, and then I'll uh, go down and spend some time with the babies and relieve mom so she can um, use the bathroom for a bit. And, and then, um, so I'm at home, right? So then at, um, I'll go back to work until about noon. I'll use my lunch break to do lunchtime um, with the 20s. And so about 12 to one, I spend with, uh, I relieve mom. So mom actually is working part-time okay as a school teacher so she'll be giving uh zoom lessons uh-huh. um to her to her students during nap time and lunchtime. so she does like three lessons throughout the day she's like wow. super bomb really because like you know doesn't get to take a break on <laughs> during the nap time so um i am so now we're at noon i'm doing lunchtime with them and then um i play with them until about one one we they go on a, a walk to a park. Okay. Um, we live in the, in, in the middle of a city. So a park is, is, is walkable. And so I get the stroller ready, you know, change your diapers, pack, uh, pack a little cooler for them with the milk, um, get them ready to go. And that's till one. And I, I go back to work from one to about four thirty, Um, and then I'm off work and then I, and then I can be all in and, having fun with the, with the twenties, which is, which is, which is fun to just kind of be done with Mm -hmm. the required work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and about three days of the week, mom also does like a tutoring. Um, she has a tutoring gig, so she'll do another zoom lesson a couple of times a week in the afternoon. So, um, that's from about five to six. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching the kids throughout that time. Um, otherwise we're both together and it's, and it's nice. It's nice when we have like, uh, like equal ratio, parent to kid, <laughs> you're not outnumbered <laughs> sometimes. So that, I enjoy those, those times when we have the afternoons where we don't have an obligation, but, yeah. um, you know, a lot of times that's not the case and we, and we roll with it and make it work. Um, so back at four 30, four 30, I'm on with the kids, start dinner at five. They're doing solids now, so um, we, mom is great about preparing all the great food we're doing, okay. trying to do some baby led weaning mm-hmm. and just food flying everywhere, you know, but <laughs> we make it work and try to clean up a lot at the end of the night, which I guess we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> where are we?
0: So five o'clock, you guys have dinner as a team. Do you, do you feed the babies and then you guys eat or does everybody eat at the same time? And the babies are flinging their food everywhere and you guys are attempting to have a normal meal.
1: Um, we try to have everyone there. If, if my wife doesn't have a lesson or something, then Mm -hmm. we're all there. Um, we like to, we've tried to have food with them, but it's, it's like so much to like, prepare food for them to then also like get our food prepared it's like we just end up just kind of like we want to model as we're eating with them so i kind of just steal a little bit of their food and then i like pretend like i'm eating it or i'm actually eating it so that's kind of like our group meal is me pretending to eat while the babies are actually eating um and most of the time we just eat after they go down okay um and yeah food's flinging everywhere and so we're both we try to be both there, at least one person, just model, you know, Hank staying there with them, making sure they're it's actually yeah. going down. Um, and so then that ends around five thirty, and then it's just baby playtime till about six thirty, six forty-five. It's getting Great. later, um, and then that's when we start our bedtime routine. Bedtime routine is bath, which is pretty much the bath. Like we just do the bath, and mm-hmm. then getting them. Oh, we put them in these sleep sacks. Okay. I call them like a starfish. Like they're like zipped up in this thing. Yeah. And it's like, they look like a starfish. <laughs> that's like how they get ready for being. Okay. Asleep. Um, so bath and then we, you know, get them in the starfish mm-hmm. and, um, and then in the nursery, that's a, most of throughout the day, the naps, we kind of just feed them and try to put them down, not much comfort. And they kind of like get used to putting themselves to sleep. But at the end of the night, the long nap (laughs) Mm -hmm. that they're actually doing like about 12 hours, which is great. Um, They, we like, you know, rock them and like read a little book. It's a little more intimate uh, time with them. Um, It's Adela is very mommy comfort dependent. So I'm, we used to switch off and it'll be mm-hmm. kind of nice. Like I get to, you know, this tonight I'll have Adela tomorrow, tomorrow I have a Bowdoin, but then Adela like about four months decided, no, she's only going to have mommy no, and only mommy. Oh, <laughs> and so, that's tough. and so, yeah. Oh my gosh. And she's so darn cute. Like she's, and I, and like gives mommy little cuddles and like, you know, she does this like special squealing at night that, you know, and looks at mommy and like kisses her face. I'm like, Oh my, Um, my mom is the comfort food and that you know dad's got it you know Mm -hmm. that's that's what
0: it's the way it goes it'll change though I wouldn't get so uh used to that there's babies definitely have a cycle and eventually that could very well change and it could be you getting the little uh head kisses instead of your wife so it's it's interesting how the babies will do that so don't get upset. Hopefully the tides will shift and you will get the sweet little smoochies. So now you guys are each putting down your babies. They're in their own cribs now, or what's their, their sleeping environment like?
1: Yeah. So they have their own cribs, same room, which I'm dreading. Um, maybe after a year I've seen videos online, but yes, they're in the same. So we're, we're holding them where you both have like these separate seats and we're feeding them, giving them, reading them a book kinda of getting them wound down mm-hmm. and then we lay them in their cribs for the evening. Um sometimes, especially Adela, will have trouble like falling fully asleep. Odin, mm-hmm. we have this thing, he knows me, I'm like, dude, it's time to sleep. And he just goes, he's just out. It's nice. But Adela like likes may fight a little bit. Maybe she's not ready. Mm-hmm. Um and so sometimes most of the time my wife will have to stick around and like rub it her back for five minutes or so and she'll get she'll kind of go down then.
0: Okay. So then once everybody is down, you and your wife then eat, is this your dinner time now?
1: Oh, it's party time.
0: Oh, isn't that the best? That's the best feeling. The
1: champagne. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it is to be done. <laughs> Especially when Adela is finally done and there's no more crying like after 10 minutes, because sometimes she'll like fake you out. <laughs> yep. But yeah, then then it's all hands on deck to just Get, I guess, like we're feeling like getting to done, getting to done is prepping, is cleaning everything, and then mm-hmm. prepping for the next day. So then we're kind of like uh, running around, fixing up the bath because we just messed up, you know, bath yeah. time, hang up the towels. Then we're going down to the kitchen, and I've taken on, oh, it's helped for us to like carp, carp, how's it, compartmentalize responsibilities. So, okay. like, I've taken over, like, for example, I'm like night master. So okay. when they were when they were little, I just kind of took over responsibility, being the night master. I took over like baby proofing, and I'm like the bottle prepper now.
0: Okay, and
1: <laughs> some some of these things just happen of necessity, but then we just gave it labels and it became a thing. So okay, I actually kind of like the title Nightmaster. I like it too. It's fun. So- Good. Um, do
0: it. That's your domain. Do
1: it. So yeah. you're prepping the bottles,
0: you're cleaning the kitchen, she's cleaning the bathroom. So you're, she's mm-hmm. getting them upstairs done and, and settled and you're the downstairs dude. So what besides cleaning, um, you know, the baby zone, right? What mm-hmm. about like, do you put toys away every day? Do you kind of just let things lie? And you're like, do they have an area that's not you know, the adult area? Do you have a separate place where you guys hang out? What's your, your home setup like?
1: Um, So our home is kind of small. It's a row home in the city. So probably the only area that's not for babies is like an office area and our master bathroom. Okay. Um, So downstairs is pretty much all baby like zone. They can go wherever. So that's the majority of the cleaning. So wife is, doing um, the bathroom but most of the time is spent like putting away all the do- toys that have you know found their way to mm-hmm. the other side of the da- downstairs play area and putting them kind of in their home spots. Um, we're in an old home too and we're very nervous about lead because we know that yes. some of our um, as I'm sure you know too mm-hmm. like um, is a it's, uh, there's we know that we know that there's areas that have like lead in encased in the paint. So, um, after learning this, <laughs> we are just very proactive, especially, uh, my wife is very nervous about it. Um, just scrub it. Like we'll wash the floors even every night. Okay. And so like vacuuming and then taking a, like a, <laughs> a wet paper towel and just wiping up just cause man, it's weird. These old homes, I mean, they feel like they're just decaying in front of your eyes. Yeah. Sometimes like they'll see like, like dust, like it looks like white like white paint dust, maybe just settling on the floor. It's probably just dirt from outside, but, um, we just like try to do a Swiffer on it every night. So that takes a a good amount of time and prepping for the next day. Also, once I'm done, like cleaning and getting the bottles, prep, we'll kind of split duty on what food needs to be prepped. So we try to cook all the food for them, you know, like organic and, you know, all that good stuff, uh, for the babies. So, um, Man, I feel like they eat better than me. I'm like the garbage disposal person. I'll just eat whatever no one else does. But (laughs) the kids are getting like the new like steamed carrots with like finger food ready and all this hummus, organic hummus. You're
0: stuck with a Pop-Tart. That's it. Yeah.
1: Whatever was left over, you know, this is about to go bad. Well, I guess I'll eat it. That's what what my motto tends to be. Um, But yeah, so the end... It's finally getting like, oh, do we need to cook anything? Do they have mm-hmm. anything on deck? And then, why? My, my wife is really good at managing that. Like sometimes I'm just like, let's just buy some Gerber, and just call it a day. But she's. We really want to. Um, we've 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 been on this train of like, no, we're gonna make it all, and it's gonna be great. And we haven't broken from that yet, so we can't.
0: Good for you. Yeah, we Listen, can't opt for the Gerber. You made but. it this far, honestly. It's pretty you're you're pretty much there. They're gonna be eating chicken cutlets in two seconds. So yeah, it's 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 that's a that's a very heavy duty feat to cook all your own food, which is it's great. So you after your night prep, so like after everything's clean, what time is that for you guys that you guys get to settle down and just chill?
1: Good days, it's about 8 30. Most, uh, it tends to be around nine, thirty nine. That's a lot so, of work. I know. I think, I think, I think maybe we could eliminate some steps. Like the floors probably don't need to be Swiffer every day, but that's, you know, that's what makes us feel great. Yeah. If know. it
0: makes you feel better, there's absolutely no reason not to do it. So, but what time do you guys go to sleep? So if you, if you're clocking out, right. If you're punching out the, the daddy clock at 9. PM, what time are you closing your eyes for the night?
1: Uh, probably, um, mom is usually around 10 to 10 30 and all, mm-hmm. um, she needs a solid eight hours mandatory. Okay. Um, some, most of the time I'll, most of the time I'll stay up a little later, like 1130, sometimes 12, cause I'm but I'm pretty good on six hours, you know, like I'm okay. okay. Um, but yeah, you know, so sometimes it's nice to like go to bed at the same time, but mm-hmm. sometimes I just like I miss my hours of free time. Not one hour. So uh, yeah. I'll, you know, maybe tie up a few loose ends on something and say later. So uh, either between ten and twelve. Yeah.
0: Do you guys ever get time outside of your secret uh, ninety minutes every night? Do you guys get out at all? Does the, are the, is your mother-in-law coming over or your mom coming over to watch the kids? And are you guys doing anything together now that they're 10 months? Are you still like all babies all the time?
1: (laughs) Certainly feels like all babies all the time. Uh, Yeah. Both of them. Grandmas are both out of town. So um, they do come, but like, it's more like infrequent, like every three months, maybe they'll come for a week or two. Um, and, um, for our time for ourselves, we do, we just like to unwind and like get into like a comfort TV show. That's kind mm-hmm. of been our thing. <laughs> so my wife uh, lately, it's been turning into like, she has her own specific show she likes and I have mine. And we're like, like I have the TV and she has, uh, like a personal device, okay like her phone and she loves, and it's like. Why don't we just watch the same thing? Like yes. so we can at least converse over it. So we're trying to like okay. find a show that's agreeable. I think we found one. What are you
0: what um, is it? What what is the show you agree on?
1: It's called Catastrophe. Catastrophe,
0: um, yes. On on Prime, really,
1: no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So it's it's you know, about we actually only been through like one episode right now because we okay. just decided to tackle this. Um and yeah, it's been pretty good. What it's about, like this new couple that is having a baby and they didn't expect it. So it seems, and it's funny, it's lighthearted. So that's what we need. Like we're winding down. We don't need something serious. It's like thirty right. minutes, taken in chunk. Everything on Netflix now is like forty-five minutes. They're killing
0: like, me with that. I can only do a thirty-minute show. That's it. That's all I got the yeah. attention span for nowadays.
1: Yeah, and the attention span, and like I just need, I can't. It's so you know that they make it so addictive. I can't just stop. Like I I was like, oh, I'll take it on. I'll just watch half of it. No, they already got me hooked. They do. I'm halfway through. I want to see what happens to you know Jane (laughs) Doe here, who's like going through this crisis. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow. Um,
0: It's tough though. Do you? How do you find that your relationship? Do you find that it's changed, or do you just feel like it's on pause, or do you feel like you're two totally different people and you have to figure it out? Like, have you guys had a moment to really? you know, have like a family discussion about your new roles in the universe, right? Because going from no kids to doubling your family size in a matter of, you know, minutes, pretty much when they're being born, how have you guys adjusted to having these two little people that you have to take care of in relation to your big relationship?
1: I think we def, I mean, by necessity, we don't spend as much time like as before you know talking with each other about how we're doing and so i think that's something that we could do better on is um you know making that time carved out for us Mm -hmm. um i think like part of that thing with like we both realize that when we have our hour two hour comfort zone where it's just our time we kind of like enjoy turning off and watching our individual tv shows but in between that we 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 do some we do like some recap like what's going on the next day how are you doing okay. but it does feel like sometimes it's kind of rushed um and we don't get that time so actually recently we decided that um every two weeks we're going to do like a date night of some sort um okay. and it'll be with the babies like we'll have whether it's something small like ordering in food um and so like we don't have to do the prep, it's just mm-hmm. already there. And then while the babies are eating, we're eating. And then um, or we might have the food after they go down together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we actually just recognize that. Um, um actually, yeah, funny because yesterday was Mother's Day here mm-hmm. and we had it was a little bit of miscommunication on expectations of mm-hmm. Mother's Day. <laughs> uh oh. I'll take the, the the L on that. Um daddy realized and and dad's culture mother's day was always we'll go we'll go out to dinner or we're like Mm -hmm. we'll get special dinner and mom goes like dad does all the chores for the day that's kind of where i was coming from and kind of what i've been used to but mom is um amazing and then for father's day last year we actually had father's day was like right before the babies came and um we did like um you know she made a videotape with all my friends telling me like their experiences as a father and like you know I, I that I, I guess I forgot about that because the babies came right after that and like okay. Roman's memory just kind of like filed that away a little bit and just thought <laughs> about babies and it just it, it didn't occur to me about Mother's Day came up and I need to hit, hit it out oh. of the park too oh no. um, and we both aligned that that would be like my tradition in my family is like Kind of like subdue, you know, but like making it more of a known appreciation thing, and it's also my mother's our first Mother's Day, so anyway, we're doing a redo.
0: Okay, good. I like <laughs> we're doing, redo.
1: We're doing um, this Saturday is going to be the proper Mother's Day. Okay. Um, so All right. We, but that's like an example of like how communication was a little lacking, um, and, and um, we're trying to improve, and that's kind of also what led to like our let's do like let's carve out time. And I mean, it even feels silly. We've, we, we have like a, a calendar, um, like, you know, a digital calendar on Google. Mm-hmm. And we like mark, mark everything on there. Um, so we have like our date nights marked on there so right. that it's just an easy way for us to like be synced on what's coming up and what yeah. we're going to agree to do. This. So um, but we definitely recognize that we need to have more of that personal connection time.
0: Yeah, um, you have so to put on
1: the calendar. It has to you got to respect the calendar.
0: Dude, can't, let me tell you something. The if there's one thing that I'm going to tell you now, and it's, it's going to be that this needs to now be your priority. Like the babies are kind of like on autopilot now at 10 months. And you guys got the whole system down of night and distribution of responsibilities. You got it, you got it, but you can't lose sight for the fact that while um, they're watching what a relationship looks like. And Mm -hmm. so at 10 months now, it's like going to get for realsies, like as they get bigger and bigger. And as I like, I remind people all the time at Twiniversity, like our job is, yeah, of course we want to be great parents, but our job is to really be a great partner because you're only getting these babies for 18 years and they're out maybe, maybe 22 now, I don't know, 24 (laughs) depends now on what Mm -hmm. the, the world looks like, but like, that's your, your goal is to, to do that. And now at 10 months, this is the time, by the way, you're not really behind Um, this is the time you're kind of, your head comes out of the clouds and you're really, you know, you got a system in place and you know, who's doing what and you feel good about it. But let me tell you, it's tough to be married to somebody who's making, you know, video compilations with all your friends. Like that's, that's tough. And so, you know, it's going to be, she's of course going to expect that because to her, that all comes naturally. You know, that's Mm -hmm. just like what you do, but it's not always easy. And we were talking about mother's day yesterday. My father has since passed away, but my mom is still here with us. Oh. And so we were talking about Mother's Day and how my father would always say, like my mother would say, like, did you buy me a present? And he would always say, why you're not my mother. He literally would tell her that all the time. Mm-hmm. So it would be up to me and my sister to mm-hmm. like make Mother's Day for my mom. And it, it's fine. It did work out. I'm not saying my mom didn't get gypped for, you know, a decade or two, mm-hmm. but uh but it's funny like in hindsight but because they had such a great marriage that if you if you were like okay well he let down like he let her down on mother's day truthfully in the grand scheme of things she was a real winner. So it's okay to lose sometimes and take the L. You just got to figure mm-hmm. out like what's you know what's something that you can do? What's another way that you can make up for it? You know? So yeah. it's it's tough. I'm so like I feel bad for you, but I'm so happy for you at the same time that you were really like legit like let's talk about this and how do we fix this so you know that was that was a w for you for yeah. for having that discussion
1: oh yeah well and i think it caught like i would say like i'm usually you know okay my name's roman right and so you know maybe to my own home i've been called romeo before and like it's not unnatural for me to show my affection in those ways but i think just like the rigamore of the routine mm-hmm. like it just got out of mind and then like you're saying how like traditions in your family came, like, you know, your, like your dad never really celebrated Mother's mm-hmm. Day in that way. Like I, when my wife brought to me that, you know, this is the way I'd like to do Father's Day slash Mother's Day. You saw mm-hmm. what we did last year. Mm-hmm. And Last year I was, I did this, I did what your, what your father was doing. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, not my mother. I didn't think I needed to. But you know, there were, I didn't r- really realize my, my wife was establishing a tradition there. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I actually like that one more. Like, because if I'm going to model something for these kids, you're saying we only have yeah. 18 years, we, we, we had this whole discussion like, well, I'd rather it be, let's really recognize and show affection for this partner. And, you know, not just do what my, like my tradition that I've grown up with is like, oh, it kind of felt bland, like, you know, like a, a dinner and then some, some, some chores and mm-hmm. it's easy. I'm not saying we might not do that later <laughs> because when things get crazy, but I, I feel like we're capable and we can and we want to do, um, you know, like a larger ceremony mm-hmm. thing, and and yeah, it was a difficult conversation. It was, definitely wasn't uh, Roman time, you know, but I've, you know, we're, we're, we we found a good solution. and We're going to move forward. Mother's Day is going to be great. Maybe just one week later, you know. Yeah, Actually, nobody needs to. It's know. Two because we still did some awesome stuff, I'd Sing. say. You know, like I did all the chores yesterday and um, got some special meals, but we're going to have a the more proper one uh, coming up. I love it.
0: Consider just on, I'll give you a a mom tip. Um, Mm -hmm. next time that your in-laws are coming up or whoever's coming up to watch the baby, try to sneak out for a night and stay someplace overnight and just be like mother's day anniversary, Christmas birthday. Here it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boom. No, you're so right. I, I mean, I think we definitely need that. the only time, like the last time we did that was we hired a sitter and it was like, Man, it was in September. So I guess that they were two months in. They were really little. Mm-hmm. But that was the only time that we've like left them alone. And that was the last time I could really think that we did that and made time for ourselves.
0: Well, um, next time that, I next time somebody comes in that you could trust, especially with everything that's going on in the universe, like just, you know, if you sometimes it's easier to talk, not in the environment where things are happening. So even though you wanna have a real conversation, sometimes it's tough to be on the same couch that you were watching Catastrophe. Sometimes it's easier mm-hmm. to go outside and say, let's go get ice cream. Like not even like a drink, not even like a cup of coffee. Like, let's do something stupid. Like let's get, you know, Dairy Queen or whatever the heck it is and, and go sit in the park and watch more on skateboarders, right? Whatever it is. Let's watch people mm. fall on the floor. This is my, my enjoyment. This is what I like to do. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, just, just sometimes having those conversations outside is better because it's, you know, she can't storm off. You can't storm off. You can't be, there's no negative energy in that living room and space, but you'll figure it out. I'm really proud of you that you guys are figuring out. And maybe mother's day came, you know, this whole thing came to a head, but you're going to have those. I also found that like, truthfully, as crazy as this sounds, our most serious relationships came every Sunday night, like every Sunday night. I don't know if it was because I was done with the BS. And I was just like, I can't take another week of this, although I probably should that on set it on Tuesday. But sometimes (laughs) Sunday nights, things come to a head because you're looking at another week and you're Mm -hmm. like, can I do this? So it's not the worst idea every Saturday to check in and be like, how like how legit was your week? What could we do differently instead of waiting for have like, you know, a giant change to say, you know, is there anything we need to modify this week? And it seems like very structured, like, oh, like this isn't how you live your life or whatever, but it is, if that's how you have to live to make things easier, you do it, but you're doing great at 10 months. You guys, you guys are making it, you're doing it. You're doing, especially in the pandemic, for God's sake, you guys are totally doing it. I
1: think that's a good point. Like, I mean, the the kids are the found or the parents are the foundation. So invest in the foundation Mm -hmm. and then we're modeling everything, you know, about how to do relationships for them. So. I think that's good to hear because that from your perspective of talking with many twin moms that uh, are parents that, uh, yeah, invest in yourselves a little bit too, because you have to, you have to
0: actually invest in yourself. It's hard to let them go
1: sometimes too, especially with a a caretaker. So, but yeah, we have to.
0: But they also, honestly, Roman, they need to learn that they could be just as awesome with a caretaker. Otherwise you and your wife are going to get stuck. So if you start, you know, instituting a, you know, every other Thursday night, every once a month, this last Tuesday, if you start doing that and they get used to other people, because that's right. another big issue with the pandemic is that the babies aren't getting, you know, acclimated to other types of personalities and louder people and quieter people and, you know, more outspoken people. Like, if, if, Please, Roman, this is what I mean, <laughs> please. Are you alive? I'm in the bathroom crying. Why? I'm in the middle of a podcast. Can I just end it? I'll call you right back. It's fine. I'll tell you later. <sighs> I love you. I love you too. Sorry, puppy. Bye. 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 And this is what I mean. Oh, she's
1: that, oh, um, okay. That sounded rough.
0: They are 16 and I'm telling you now, spend time
1: with your wife. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Just, oh, man. I thought I could, you know, one one piece of advice that a twin mom told me, like, as we were pregnant was five years. And that's kind of why it took the hope that, like, after five years, you kind of feel like you're above water. Yes. So I've kind of just been thinking that over time. Yeah, but.
0: it really is five years. And then it goes 10 years. And then it goes, It's it just turns weirder and weirder. But it's honestly, I feel like it. If it wasn't for my husband in hindsight, I don't know how I would have made it through. Like, truthfully, my dude's my, that dude's my rock. And we were, we had really, it was really rough. I'm not going to say like, oh yeah, we've always had the best marriage. I mean, I'm telling you probably when they turned three, we had another huge rough patch because then once everybody's super mobile, it's like the division of responsibilities get even weirder. Right. And so if instead of going to bed at nine o'clock now, like instead of your, your tasks ending at nine o'clock, your tasks are ending at 1030 because they have a later bedtime. So like things just get really, really weird. So yeah, if there's one thing I'm going to tell you, it really is that you got to pay attention to this chick and she needs to do the same though. So yeah, I love that. I love the, for the people that are listening right now, if that's not your takeaway, I don't even know what to tell you because at 10 months, truthfully, this is the time when you're like, okay, the dust has settled literally on Mm -hmm. your floor. That's why you swim for every night. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The dust has settled and now you have to figure out how to make this work. So you're going to do it. I have full confidence in you and you could always hide in your closet but this is, this is when the the getting gets good. And I promise you, your little baby girl will be on your team. Adela will be on your team someday. And then she'll want her, her daddy. Remember, you're going to walk her down the aisle someday. It's like crazy to think about things like this, but keep your eyes on the prize homeboy. You got this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got this. Well, I honestly, Roman, I'm very appreciative that you took time to talk with us today and that we love hearing from a dad's perspective and dads always get pissed off at us because they're like, you don't have enough dad stuff. Well, if you guys would agree to play with us, we'd be happy to have you over. Yes, we'll, sure, sure. we'll make you, we'll, we'll give you your own bedroom. We'll make a man cave at 20versity for you. But I, I love that you're the one that initiated this conversation today. And so just on that, your wife is definitely lucky that you're not full-time hiding in the closet when you could be like I have to work again and you're just playing words with friends or whatever or watching you know binge watching catastrophe on your own because you can't stop watching it now because it's so good
1: oh oh you can't watch the group show without the partner though that's I know blasphemy
0: that's the worst that's what's happening right now with me and Ozark is that we were watching it together and now we haven't had time to watch it for a bit and now I think I'm just gonna have to go home without him and we're gonna have to find something new because I can't oh, wait anymore. Oh, Roman, I'm doing it. I'm totally uh-oh. betraying this this whole relationship. I think it's over <sighs> now. Once I start <sighs> watching the show without him.
1: So I send a text just to say, hey, I'm going to do this. Just so you're aware.
0: I told him in
1: person. I told him. I was like,
0: I'm giving you two weeks. That's it. You get a two-week Ozark break. Oh, oh, you're in and the then career. that's it.
1: That's he's it. been warned.
0: This is it. Roman, thank you so much for playing with us
1: today. Hey, th- thanks for having me. I'm I'm really glad you guys, I'm, we really enjoy the podcast. I'm going to be listening to more about the future, like day in the life of, because yeah. I think I need to get in the right mindset.
0: <laughs> you got it. But listen, you'll hear this reoccurring theme of put your relationship first. You'll hear it and you'll hear it not only from me, you're going to hear it from other parents too. So yeah, that's it. So your assignment this week is to go into the future of our Twins Tale podcast and then also check the other, the, our regular community podcast. There's a lot of stuff there too, that I would not miss, especially on baby led weaning and see if there's any tips that maybe could cut some time back for you.
1: Yeah, Um, well. I I have my assignments.
0: (laughs) You got your assignments. All right, guys, that is our good friend Roman. And if you have any questions for him or for me, you could always email us at community at twiniversity.com. Follow us on every social platform, blah, 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 blah. We're just at Twiniversity. We have no, we're not doing anything weird. Who knew that was branding? I had no idea. I was just bored and just got our fancy name every place. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast too, please make sure that you go to twiniversity.com slash podcast, and you'll find a little form because we really would love to hear from you, especially my daddios out there. Honestly, jump in guys, because we all learn from each other. And this whole, the whole point of Twiniversity is to create kind of this twin parenting community revolution so that nobody feels like they're doing this by themselves, or this is the only person that this is happening to. If we share our stories with each other, we're only going to be stronger. So until next time, guys, see you later, alligators. Hey, it's me. Guys, listen. One of the things that always happens in Twiniversity is I teach these classes, right, like I teach live classes, and then at the end of class, we're all like super sad because it kind of ends, and it is. It's kind of heartbreaking because I fall in love with you guys, especially those of you who took our live class. So after all of these years, I have finally listened. You will be happy to know. So we have created Twiniversity memberships to kind of keep that conversation going, There are two different membership levels. One is the meetup level, which includes a Zoom meetup with other twin families from around the universe. Yes, literal universe. If you are from another planet, as long as you have twins, you are totally welcome to be part of our squad. It is hosted by a social worker which is great because not only does she have the twin experience to, you know, speak about and, you know, pull from her own life experience, but she also has kind of that clinical experience to to really help us solve our problems. The meetup level also includes access to our private Facebook group, which is currently thriving. You will love it. It's it's a literal group. You could ask questions 24 hours a day. Members will answer you back. The squad will answer you back from the Twiniversity team. So you guys, that. Then we have a whole separate other membership level for people who are like, I like a more formalized education. And that's called the Learner Library. The Learner Library is filled with video seminars that are added each month that cover all different stages of parenting. Everything from infant twins to issues with your marriage, we cover we're we're not leaving anything off the table, honestly. If you guys know me, you know that I am big on the TMI and we just rip off band-aids and we talk about things. That's the kind of stuff that we're gonna include in the learner library. All the stuff in the learner library, like if you sign up for that, you also get access to the meetup level as well. So it's kind of having the best of both worlds, the formal education and kind of that socialization. And you can sign up month by month if you wanna give it a try. We encourage you to give it a try. Try it from one month, see how you like it. And if you like it, then go ahead and sign up for the whole year because it's a pretty good discount. For more information, head on over to Twiniversity.com
1: slash membership. And I will see you guys over there.